All right. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Brothers Sportscast. I'm Caleb, and with me, as always, is Brandon. Brandon, it has been so long since we have talked. What is new? <laughs> well, in the last five minutes of this recording, um, I've taken a few breaths, uh, had a couple drinks of water, so that's pretty much the only change over here. Uh, hey, how about you? I got to stay hydrated, man. <laughs> so I, I'm out of coffee, so I'm, I'm a little disappointed. In depression. Yeah, you're in a depression now. Yeah. So, uh, well, uh, for those of you who don't know, we do most of our recording in one night. So we just did the preview, or no, the recap. So now we're jumping into previews, bringing that to you here later on in this week. Um, again, quick reminder, I'm going to do this, like I said, a few times. Anchor is our new home for our podcast. We're going to be still located throughout uh, a couple different platforms, but that is our home platform on Anchor. Uh, we appreciate everybody who's listening and sticking with us. Just a great place to be able to do it, and uh, it helps uh, it helps us in a lot of different ways. And our recap episodes come out Tuesday mornings, uh, less unexpected complications. And our preview episodes come out Thursday morning. So this is where we're at. This is our preview episode, and actually, with how we have things set up, uh, we will actually just go ahead and kind of. Jump right on into it. All right. Well, normally we would talk about Michigan and Detroit, but uh, we still have yet to have like a full week of, you know, recaps and previews because somebody's not playing at some point. Because Michigan's got their bye week this week, which is probably a good thing for them. Which actually, ironically, I just found out um, I was not paying attention to this until now. Uh, but Wisconsin is having a bye week as well. Hmm. So yeah, both, so they'll both be coming off bye week and playing each other. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed because I really wanted to watch Wisconsin to see them play some more. But I guess I will have to go back and watch some old footage. Um, so actually, Brandon, you get to talk about lines football almost as long as you want to, because we don't have to (laughs) talk about Michigan football. So dude, you could, you know, what has been burning in your soul to come out and say about the lions as you prepare for them to play the LA chargers. (laughs) So I could pretty much go off and filibuster right now. Do it. <laughs> uh, no, I mean I don't have a crazy amount of stuff to talk about. Um, funny. So this Sunday they're playing the the Chargers, who I still call the San Diego Chargers. I, I refuse to call them the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> I still think that whole thing is pretty stupid. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be on Sunday, obviously at one on CBS. So you know, usually the lines are on Fox. So if you're going to watch the game, make sure you, you put it on CBS. Uh, the Chargers the Chargers were a playoff team last year. They were pretty good. Um, you know, coming back, they got Phillip Rivers, obviously, again, at quarterback. You know, he's been there for years. Um, one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Probably one of the more underrated quarterbacks. Uh, you know, he's a tough guy. Um, super competitive. He's he's really animated. He's kind of a fun guy to watch. Uh, 
he's one of those dudes that will just like lose his mind. Uh, you know, if if he throws a receiver and a guy runs a wrong route, you're gonna see Philip Rivers like get in the guy's face. Um, you know, kind of same as Peyton Manning or you know a little bit Todd Brady. You know, because Brady he doesn't he doesn't yell too much, but he'll give you that death stare. Uh-huh. <laughs> but with Rivers, he's you know you're gonna see him like veins popping out in his neck and everything. He's gonna lose his mind. Uh, but going along with Rivers, and he's got his number one receiver with uh, Keenan Allen, who had a he had a big had a big game um, this past week. Uh, he had over 100 yards. Uh, you know, along with him, that the second wide receiver they got is Mike Williams, uh, another another big wide receiver, big athletic. He's from uh, Clemson. Last year was kind of his breakout season. Uh, he, he did pretty well last year, especially, you know, towards the end of the season and in the playoffs. Uh, returning from long injury of last year is uh, tight end Hunter Henry, uh, and they're they're looking for him to step up. You know, young guy. I believe this is third season. That sounds about right. Um, yeah, they were really expecting him to break out last year. It's his fourth season, actually. They're expecting him to break out last year, and um, he just had a setback with a knee injury, so. Uh, but one thing they don't have to worry about is their Pro Bowl running back, Melvin Gordon. Uh, he's still sitting out with a contract dispute. So in the meantime, uh, Eckler and Jackson will be taking the carries. Uh, both of those guys are, are pretty decent. Eckler um, has a little more experience than Jackson does, you know, more size. He's He'd be more of the lead back with Jackson coming in as a change of pace, and he's a better receiver. Yeah, so did it, you see the stats for Eckler after last week? Um, actually, I didn't get a chance to take a look. Holy crap, he had like a heck of a game, dude. He had three touchdowns. Yeah, he's he's a good player. Um, just, he's one of those guys that you know, Gordon. He got the majority of the touches because you know he's he's good in so many different areas. That Eckler, he kind of came in as a change of pace guy. But when he came in, he made, you know, his snaps count. So I'm not really surprised that he did so well. You know, and I, I, I got to say, like, when you're a Lions fan, they they always say, well, you have to have the other team that you like and that you'll root for secretly. You know, the team that's <laughs> that's actually going to, you know, make the playoffs and win some games. And uh, for like me, the it's Packers? always. Oh, God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> God no, um, no that that team for me is the is the Chargers. For some reason, I've always really liked the Chargers. Nice. So, um, you know, I, I try to watch their games whenever I can. But yeah, I mean, with Gordon, no, like obviously, it's not too much of a step off to have Eckler in there, and you know, Jackson is more of the speedy, smaller guy with a more of a receiving background. Um, and on defense. Their their defense is really good, especially the defensive line. Uh, they got uh, they got a rookie first rounder, uh, Jerry Tillery, uh, and in the Chargers defense, he could probably be playing inside and outside. Um, we got to see Tillery a little bit last year in that first game against Michigan, and yeah, you know, he's he's I think he's gonna be a good player. You know, maybe not be in his first year. He was still a little bit raw, but. You know, maybe in the next couple of years to come, he's, he's he might be a, a pretty good force there on the defensive line. Uh, along with him, they have Joey Bosa, who Joey Bosa 
has kind of defined himself as, you know, one of the best defensive ends in the league. Uh, you know, along with him and Tillery, they have uh, Melvin Ingram, who's another, he's a, he's a very underrated uh, player. You know, the, the Chargers, they, they run kind of a 3-4, kind of a 4-3 hybrid, kind of like the Lions. So they run a lot of different looks. And Ingram's one of those guys who can, you know, line up at defensive end. He can, you know, can play outside linebacker in the 3-4. Um, he's just, a, he's a great player. You, you see him get lots of sacks. He's always right around the ball. Uh, kind of an exciting guy to watch. Uh, one guy they won't have to worry about is Derwin James. Uh, he's in his second year. Last year, I believe he was Defensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, he's a the one of the best strong safeties in the league. He got hurt in the preseason, and he is actually on injured reserve, so we won't be seeing him. Um, another young guy in the secondary they have is uh, Desmond King from Iowa. I don't know if you remember him. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, he had a really good year last year. Um, you know, they're expecting, you know, great things again this year from him. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, and it sounded like you had some some stats. Did you have any more stats outside of Eckler? Uh, well, Eckler was the big one that stood out to me. Um, I, uh, I don't get around to watching as many pro games as I do college. Like college, I'm all over that. I've got like my iPad, my iPad's got a game on it. My phone's got a game on it. The TV, if I have control <laughs> over it, has a game on it. So I'm like, I'm, I'm absorbing everything on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Um, on Sundays, I don't get to catch as much. Um, and also I was really ticked because I missed the beginning of the Lions game because the Fox app took a dump and I wanted to punch somebody in the face. Um, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so I, I have not seen any of their gameplay. I mean, they do, uh, I don't know a lot about their defense, like we were talking about, but their offense does look like a pretty, um, that, uh, like they can put up a lot of numbers, uh, a lot of yards. Mm-hmm. Um, I am surprised that with, uh, Gordon, that, that didn't have a bigger effect. But, uh, as you were saying, that they've still got a pretty, good core of running backs there. So I don't know. I mean, I'm, I didn't get a chance to check it, um, but they've uh, Detroit has played the chargers a few times in the past and like recent years, haven't they? Yeah. It seems about every other year they play the chargers. Um, I think the last time they played him, it was Melvin Gordon's rookie year. The reason I remember that, um, I missed part of that game. I had something going on. Um, I got there, I think, right after they kicked off. And um, I remember mostly because I ha- I drafted Melvin Gordon in our keeper league. And, you know, he wasn't like my first choice. I wanted Todd Gurley. Gurley got taken to pick before me, so I settled for Gordon. And he had a really bad rookie year. And I remember... He had a touchdown against the Lions that got called back on a holding call. So <laughs> that's the main thing I remember from that because he didn't score any touchdowns the rest of the season. Yeah, you just completely got screwed that year. <laughs> yeah, I did. But I obviously hung on to him and um he's kinda paid off since then. Nice. I hope he I hope he comes back and gets me some points this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what, uh, what do you think is going to 
cause more problems for the Lions? Do you think it's going to be the Chargers offense or the defense? I think the defense because I'm not sold on the Lions offensive line. Mm-hmm. And this past week, uh, Taylor Decker, he looked he looked bad. He looked bad against um, the Cardinals defense, and they actually had to put a tight end over there to help him with the pass rush. I'm not, I'm not sure what's going on with him because his rookie year, he was pretty good. And then he got injured in his second year and he was slow to come back. So I don't know if he's just a little rusty or something else is going on. I don't know if he has like an injury we don't know about, but he's going to be lining up against Bosa or Ingram or both of them. So I just can't see the offensive line holding those guys back. And I mean, as far as, as far as the lions defense, you know, I think, the Chargers have a pretty good offense, but our strength is our defensive line. And I, I don't know. I just can't see – I can't see Eckler having as big of a game as he did last week. Okay. Again, at least against the Lions. Um, you know, Allen, I could – I don't know. He's got, Darius Slay's probably going to be on him most of the time. So let's slow him down a little bit. Slay's a great defensive back. Um, it's going to be some guy, maybe like Travis Benjamin, who was like their slot receiver, that's going to come out and have a decent game. Um, or maybe even Hunter Henry, just because the Lions usually have a hard time with, with good receiving tight ends. Mm. But yeah, I think by far the Lions are going to have a harder time with that defense than they are with the Chargers offense. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I... I'll say this, and then I'll ask you, um, but I think you're going to agree with me on this. I don't think that we're going to see anything better this week from the Detroit uh, running backs. Um, (laughs) Not against this defense, and I was kind of like looking at the numbers um, last week. Gosh, all the rushing yards combined for Detroit barely eclipsed 100 yards. And mm-hmm. that was against Arizona. Uh, they got 116 total yards. Their Johnson was the best running back with 49 yards. So, uh, gosh, yeah. I mean, who knows how long it's going to be before there's a uh, running back with 100 yards this season, let alone if it is this season. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we talked about a little bit last time. Do you – yeah, and I know that the defense you've said is going to pose a problem. Do you think mm, Stafford is going to have another decent performance? I know that you're kind of not high on uh, the Stafford train, but... Yeah, I've said it before that I spent probably eight years defending Matthew Stafford. And just like the season he had last year, like I... I couldn't defend him anymore. And then, you know, they come out with, oh, he had an injury and everything. But like we talked in our last episode with Patterson, you know, if you're injured and it's affecting your play, then maybe you shouldn't be playing. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to think about it. You're giving Stafford lots of money. If he's out there playing with an injured back, don't you come and talk to him and be like, hey, we know that you're a tough guy. We know that you want to be out there and you want to help the team win, but 
the best way to help the team win might be to not play. <laughs> yeah. Granted, our, our backup quarterback was Matt Castle. And not really anybody special. So. Yeah, and I mean this year is not too much better. I mean we got uh, Josh Jackson, who Josh, uh, sorry Josh Johnson. Uh, he can do some stuff with his feet, but you know he's not he's not a good great quarterback. I mean he's been on almost every single team in the league. That really kind of tells you. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of hard to figure out with Stafford. I think he'll probably throw a touchdown, but I can't see him having as good a game as he did last week, just because the Chargers' defense is much better than Arizona's. I think he's going to have a lot of pressure thrown at him. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I know this is not in context of the game and everything, but since you know we're not doing a Michigan preview and we have a little bit more time, I do find it kind of interesting, and maybe, I mean, maybe you can... Um, weigh in on this and maybe it's primarily because of lack of game experience but it's just like there is a huge drop off basically everywhere between starting quarterback and backup quarterback like is there anywhere where I mean because we were talking about Michigan in the last episode about hey you know put him in Caffrey because he's I mean I'm not saying that he's better than Patterson but it's just like he's pretty darn good so you don't have to worry about it as much but like you were just saying with Stafford I mean you don't really have that option I mean that reliable of an option is there yeah. anywhere in the league really that you can even feel like I mean I know at one point it was uh Tom Brady and uh Garoppolo and yeah. he did he was pretty good I mean I wouldn't say he was anything amazing but like he was dependable but where where do you even have that in the league? It seems like that is one of the worst, um, you know, backup for any position. Is like nobody has a solid backup for the quarterback. Um, I mean, you have a few teams that had veterans. Uh, the Chiefs is one I can think of. Um, I mean, they got Patrick Mahomes, who's a great quarterback. I, you know, if he goes down. They did have Chad Henney, but Chad Henney is on IR now. And, you know, Henney, he's not going to be, like, an amazing quarterback who's going to go out there and just light it up. But he's one of those guys that you can bring in, and he can win a couple games for you while the starter heals, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the best example of it is Indianapolis. Okay. Like I told you, because you had Andrew Luck on, on your fantasy team, and after he decided to retire, I told you, like, you got to go out there and you got to grab Jacoby Brissett right now. Yeah. Because he, he's, he's a different kind of quarterback than Luck is. You know, he's, he's still a big guy. He's still got a pretty strong arm, but he is a little more mobile than Luck is. And, you know, they had a pretty bad game this past week, but he's, he's still a pretty decent quarterback. He's one of those guys that, you know, you kind of see, um, somebody signing him as a starter. Other than that, off the top of my head, I really can't think of anybody. Um, most of them, like I said, are those kind of guys that have been around a while that you can bring in, you can trust. Uh, Drew Stanton was that guy for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, former Lion. Um, he's one of those guys that you know you could have brought in and uh, you he could win some games for you. I'm kind of looking here real quick to see what everybody else has. 
Yeah. Uh, while you're looking, I mean, the, the, the last time, and of course, I'm not as entrenched in the NFL as you are, but the last time I can really remember, uh, you know, a team, of course, I mean, it happened to be a team playing the Lions that seemed to be in a pretty good spot was Green Bay, and they had um, Rodgers, but then the backup was uh, Flynn. Yeah, Matt Flynn. Yeah, and he came in and he played the whole game and he beat the Lions. Now, of course, I mean, you're talking about playing the Lions, so. Yeah, that was a very Lions-esque game. Yeah. Where he came in just like, didn't he throw for like 500 yards or something like that? Ridiculous. It was something stupid. So the Lions made him look good. But, I mean, that was that was more of a situation where it was just like, okay, you know, they have a capable backup. Uh, people thought that he could go somewhere and maybe start. That didn't wind up happening. But he still, uh, I don't know where he is. But he still seemed to be, you know, okay, if you need a backup, he's going to be able to, you know, at least step in for a game. Maybe you don't want him in for multiple games, but anyways. Yeah, a few I'm seeing here, like Houston has A.J. McCarron. He's not too bad. Mm, um, you know, yeah. former Alabama quarterback. Um, I already mentioned Chad Henney. Uh, the Rams, they have Blake Bortles. I mean, everybody wants to hate on that guy, but if you look at his numbers – when he was starting in Jacksonville, they they were pretty similar to Stafford's last year, so yeah. he's not not a bad quarterback. He's a decent backup. Uh, the Chargers actually have uh, Tyrod Taylor. Okay, who, he was he was starting a few years ago for the Bills. Yeah, and yeah, he's he's a pretty good quarterback. Um, another one of those guys that can make things work on his feet. Uh, who else we got? Um, Teddy Bridgewater. He's the the backup for New Orleans. Uh, that's another guy that's can make things happen on his feet. Um, you know, he had a terrible injury when he played for the Vikings. Kind of derailed his career for a little bit because he was out for a long time with that that leg break. It was like a it was weird. It's like he dislocated his knee or something like that. Yeah, I was in practice and it tore up a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I was trying to think of where he was. <laughs> Uh, behind Carson Wentz in Philadelphia, there's Josh McCown and Josh McCown. He's been solid like his entire career. Um, another one of those guys that you do just kind of bounce around a little bit, but he's one of those, those guys can come in and he's going to not, he's going to do enough to not lose. It's, you know, might not be exciting, but he's going to come out there and he's going to help you win a game. Uh, and you mentioned before Jimmy Garoppolo. His backup is Nick Mullins. He played most of the season last year because uh, Garoppolo, Garoppolo went down with an injury, and he played pretty well. So, you know, I would say he's a pretty decent backup. Uh, and then probably the last one I can think of is, is Ryan Tannehill. He's he's the backup for the Titans. Um, yeah, and I mean another. Another guy who was a starter for a long time, uh, kind of similar to Bortles. He showed flashes of being good, but it's just there was a lot of things that he didn't do very well. But for being a backup, um, he, he could do a lot worse than Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, there's there's a few of them in there, a handful that you mm-hmm. mentioned where it's just like, oh, you know, I mean, if they had to step in <clears throat> for part of the season, that wouldn't be the the worst thing. Yeah, I mean, aside from those, you got like a bunch of young guys that drafted in the middle rounds and they're, they're just kind of there to, to sit and learn. Yeah. Yeah. 
So anyways, I know I sidetracked with that uh, conversation there for a minute, but um, going back to the Lions, to um, any, uh, fit any last thoughts in before we talk about uh, predictions and uh, questions of the week and things like that? What's, uh, what else do you want to mention before we move along? Um, I don't know. I'm just really, I guess, anxious to see how they, they can stack up against a better team. I mean, Arizona wasn't good. The Lions came out strong in the first half. Second half kind of fell apart. Um, I'm just interested to see how they stack up against the Chargers. And I want to see how our defense does against, you know, a higher scoring offense. And I want to see how our offensive line does against a good defensive line. Yeah, and this will be a home game. So, I mean. Yeah, it'll be the first one of the season. So, that'll be, you know, that's always kind of kind of a fun thing, too, just to see. Yeah, home opener. So, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's still a little bit early to tell. I mean, just one game in the books, it doesn't really tell you a whole lot. So, I mean, Michigan has two games uh, in, but there's still a lot of questions, plenty of concerns. But with the Lions, I think it'll take a couple weeks, too, to really be able to say, to see any trends. So, Uh, anything else before our final thoughts and uh, predictions and whatnot? No, I don't think so. Okay, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, it's all basically Lions talk this week. Let's do predictions, thoughts on the game and everything. We've got some numbers. Uh, For the Lions, we have, uh, they are actually listed as the underdog right now for this. And so their spread is plus three. The over-under is 47 uh, playing at home against the Chargers. Um, do you want to jump into final score predictions or do the other stuff first? Um, let's go to, with the final score prediction. All right. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Okay. All right. Well, you know, this, since this is my area of expertise, uh, I, I did not feel too great last week. I mean, it obviously if the Lions had won that game, if the Cardinals did not come back and everything, I, I would have felt a little bit more comfortable uh, going into the second week of games for the Lions. But, uh, you know, they kind of just laid an egg there in the fourth quarter. They didn't do a very good job. They let things get away from them. Yeah, maybe the home atmosphere will be good for them. I don't think it's going to be the biggest difference maker. I don't see them winning this one. Again, happy if they prove me wrong. Go ahead, go for it. Um, I I'm, am going to change my tune from last week, though. I was saying that if the Lions are going to win, I, win games, I think it's going to be more of a shootout style, like who can put more points up on the board. But... Mm-hmm. Honestly, I have a feeling that more often than not, uh, and this is kind of like early, you know, off of just one game, more often than not, if they're going to win, it's probably going to be more of a low-scoring game. Mm-hmm. I think that this is going to be, I'm going to put it saying that the Lions are going to score 20 points 
and I will give the Chargers 28 points. Wow. Mind explosion. <laughs> yeah, I have the, the Lions losing 24 to 10. Um, I can see, like I said, I can see Stafford maybe throwing a touchdown. Um, and of course, you know, Matt Prater is going to get a field goal. He almost gets one every single game. Um, but I can't see, I can't see the Lions putting up very many points on the Chargers defense. And I can't see the Lions defense slowing down the Chargers enough on offense. Uh, I have a feeling like the offense is, the Lions offense is going to struggle so much that they're not going to be on the field very much. And the defense is going to get tired and get worn down. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's uh, all sounds, you know, within the realm of reality for the Lions. So, but uh, I, I think we're both on the side of show me, don't tell me, glad to prove me wrong. So Sunday, we'll, we'll have to wait until Sunday to find out. So, any any other thoughts before we move along with the closing segments? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right. Um, going into then the locks of the week, I do one for the Big Ten. Brandon does one for the NFL. Uh, were you able to get the spreads, or do you need me to repeat anything to you? Uh, no, I got some. Okay, all right. Uh, I will go first with my lock. I'm kind of uh, stuck between Maryland, which has been like chucking up points on the scoreboard, uh, now ranked in the top 25. They are going to Temple, but they're only eight-point favorites. I'm torn between that and actually Nebraska playing, I believe it's their first home game. Um, and they're playing Northern Illinois, and they are 14.5-point favorites. So... Um, I don't know. Oh no, I'm sorry. They did have a have a home game. Uh, I think I feel better with Maryland. It's only an eight point difference, so I'm going to take Maryland covering the eight point spread against Maryland uh, against Temple. Sorry. So, okay. Brandon, what's your lock? Oh, the one I'm looking at here is the Patriots and the Dolphins. I. Th- think the Dolphins are going to have the number one overall pick. They're they're terrible. That's all I can say. Uh, the Patriots, obviously, you know they they handed they handled the Steelers pretty well the other night. So uh, the Patriots are seventeen point favorites over the Dolphins. I know that's pretty big spread, but I think the Patriots are just going to manhandle them, like they did the Steelers. Yeah, and the Steelers are a much better team than the Dolphins. I concur with that. So, all right. Okay. So, Maryland covering the eight, uh, negative eight spread over Temple, Patriots covering the negative 17 spread over the Dolphins. Then, the last thing we have so, I have nothing here for Michigan, uh, obviously, because they are in a bye week. Uh, so, then, question of the week falls to you, Brandon, for the Lions game. What is your question of the week? Uh, do you guys think that Matthew Stafford will throw over one touchdown? Uh, I'll let you go first with this one. 
Um, like I said earlier, I think he'll probably throw a touchdown. I can't see him throwing over that. Okay. Hmm. Well, I do have them. Yeah. With and you have them with only scoring ten points. I do have mm. twenty to twenty-eight. So we're looking at two touchdowns. But of course, I mean, obviously, you could do two rushing touchdowns and never get a passing touchdown. I. I I don't see it either. I don't see him having more than one passing touchdown. Um, I think he'll maybe get another one in there for Hawkinson or somebody, but I don't I don't see two. So mm-hmm. prove me wrong. I'd rather you prove me wrong with winning the game, but if you want to prove me wrong, with that. <laughs> fine. All right. Um. Yeah. I think that wraps it up. Um, if you're good, I think we might be good. All set? Yeah, I think I'm good to go. All right, there we go. That's the second sports episode that we're bringing to you this week. Uh, again, we've got the recaps that we're doing at the beginning of the week, and then we're doing the previews that we give you guys here before the end of the week so you guys can listen to it getting ready for the weekend. Uh, we thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, as always, if uh, ever you want to call, feel free to call our voicemail uh, to leave a short message. Uh, You can do it reacting to a game or you can do it uh, about giving your thoughts about upcoming game. Just give us a call at 551-258-3276. Really easy to remember. That is 551-BLUE-BRO. And with that, we'll finish with Go Blue. Go Blue.